Genesis 2 is where we're starting our new series called, What Do You Mean? I, I just, that's why I was told to do it. Brett said do it that way. I didn't know what that meant. What do you mean? I don't know what that means to do that, so I just decided to do that. When you nod your head, yeah. Telling me, no. What do you mean? Oh. No, I'm not a good singer. You're just a, you're just a suck up. All right. Genesis 2, where we're going to hang out tonight. This is, uh, it's, it's February and you're in a youth ministry. Uh, and so it's time to have the talk. The relationship talk for the next three weeks. That's what you're going to get. And I am so excited about it. And to... Uh, <laughs> The junior high students are stressing out right now. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he's going to say the word. And so this is, this is one of my favorite, uh, I, I feel like I say this every week, it was one of my favorite parts of scripture. But it's true. This is one of my favorite parts. So it's all my favorite. All favorite. Period. Uh, and, and this is how you've got to start a relationship series with Adam and Eve. Because... They started this whole thing, all right? So Genesis 2, verse 15. The Lord God took the man, men were first, just in case you were keeping track on God's order. The man, the man. The Lord God took the man and put him, the man him, in the Garden of Eden to work. Yes. Work. You know, I, I, I was just talking to Landon, otherwise known as Chip. Um, <laughs> just start calling him Chip from now on. Uh, fixer upper. And so... Um, I was talking to Landon how, man, I just sometimes feel like a man around my house, all right? I uh, fix things. I'm very unsuccessful at that, but whenever I do, I feel like I'm like, hey, babe, look. Like literally this past Sunday after church, where did I go? Lowe's. All of you go to eat. I don't eat out on Wednesdays or Sundays. Why? Because you're there, all right? And I don't want to see you again. So, where did I go? I went to Lowe's. And what did I get? Stuff for my grill. Why? Because I'm a man. And I got stuff for my grill and I brought it home and I fixed my grill that like wasn't working. And somehow, because YouTube has videos to tell you how to do everything, somehow I got my grill to work. Fire came from the grill. And I told my wife, come look what man did. She said, hold on. I said, okay, but you need to look at this. And I opened the grill and I showed her the shiny new grill. Man. And I felt awesome. She's like, good job, babe. I said, I'm the man. I did this. I've done a lot of other things. For example, about a month ago, uh, we bought a little, I don't know what it is, 
little wooden thing, and I had to like drill it together. Okay, I've got a power drill, hello, without a cord, battery. Okay. And I was drilling on the kitchen table, and I drilled the wooden thing to the kitchen table. No joke. Why? Because I'm a man. And I was like, and she was watching. I was like, Arr! I meant to do that, babe. I was seeing if the table was sturdy. <laughs> so now our table has a hole in it from a drill that I put there because I meant to because I'm a man. All right? Stop clapping because that's weird. It's not a time to clap. We're going to clap. Thank you. I'll be here all day. Thank you. Thank you. This is when it gets weird. So what do you mean? There's confusion. Like, like being a dude, so easy. All right? And, and, and women will be like, oh, he's going to bash us. I'm not. I'm speaking truth. This is truth. Dudes, hang on because your time's coming. So what do you mean is the title of this series because I seriously don't understand at times what uh, the other gender means. For example, uh, I've been uh, married uh, for five years. Hopefully this will continue tomorrow after these stories. <laughs> so, pre-kids, I've got two kids, a four-year-old and a two-year-old. Pre-kids... My wife was uh, cleaning the bathroom, okay? She, she likes to clean a lot. And she was cleaning, and I was in the bathroom, okay? So I'm a man. And I was in there, and she was sweeping stuff, I guess, okay? I was in the closet. So here's closet, door to the living room where the, where the world is. Closet, nowhere to go. One, one way out, all right? One way out. She's cleaning. I see her cleaning, okay? What do I do? There's a pile of dirt, I guess, that she, she put there, okay? What do I do? Just walk right through, all right? I just walk right through, okay? Then I hear, babe! Not that deep of a voice, but very, very sharp and piercing to this man's soul. And I'm like, yeah, what's up, babe? How can I help you? I'm here to serve. You just walked right through this pile, and I know you saw it. And I was like. So, so this is a moment where you're like, dude, you got to learn from this. Like either A, you'd be like, you can argue, you lose. B, say, just, just own it and be like, I messed up. But that's not, you know, you don't always want to do that because you lose. You don't want to do that every time. It's just like, uh, she was, you walked right through, you didn't see, I go, I, I, what's the big deal? And so, and so, no, seriously, I really did, that's, this is a real life conversation. Babe, what's the big deal? I didn't do it on purpose. Well, you saw it right there. And I go, what do you mean? Oh. And I can't tell you what happened after that. But uh, it, that was, a, that was, I didn't do, I didn't, it was bad, Okay. But no joke, still, I'm like, it's not a big deal. But to her and to other people that are hearing this and some guys who love to clean, Seth, it's a big deal, okay? It's a big deal that you just walk right through that pile of dirt that they've been sweeping, okay? 
That was one example of many of the few that I'm going to give tonight. Another one happened recently about uh, December, beginning of December, December 12th, exactly. I'm at a football game watching the high school playoffs. And I, I take a week off and I go and watch the high school playoffs. I watch from 1A all the way up to the fighting champion, Katie Tigers. Because they are the state champions. If that bothers you, like, oh, they, they, he likes Katie. No, they seriously won state. And you didn't. So, so I'm at those games, right? I'm, I'm at those games. And I get a text. I'm hanging out with, with some, some, some friends of mine. And the text says, I seriously, <laughs> I wasn't going to put it up on the screen, but I, I, I forgot because it's really good emojis and stuff. It really irritates me, and that's always a bad start to the thing. You're hanging out with your boys, and you're watching football, and your wife's texting, and you're like, oh, what's up? And you kind of lean back, don't let anybody see. <laughs> go, oh, no, I'm in trouble. It really irritates me that I have to pick up all the kids' stuff, and your stuff is all over the house too. Please pick up your stuff. Stuff. Please pick up your stuff. And I'm like. Again, you got, there's, there's response time here because it's a text. You can like, I didn't read it in time. I don't know what to do. So apparently she's really upset, okay? What do I text back? No joke. What, what do you mean? Oh, be cool. Like you've done, shh. You don't even have a girlfriend. All right. So, so I text back a correct response because I'm not sure what she means. Four or five hours go by, which is bad, okay? That's not good. I've realized I've seriously messed up. I'm just eating large amounts of food because I'm stressed out. I'm eating fudge, okay, popcorn, Coca-Cola Classic. I mean, the hard stuff. She texts back, from this point on, I need you to pick up your stuff and grow up. It was maybe not that mean, but it was something that hurt, okay? But still... There's a part of me that I don't really understand. And y'all are like, dude, you are seriously stupid. I, I, don't, thank you. Okay, that's part of this whole conversation. But man, there's a lot of confusion of, of how to handle stuff. And I might need a place to stay tonight for sharing those stories. So if anybody, I'm just kidding, I don't want to stay at your house. But there's a lot of confusion and there's a lot of stuff going on. And it's like, man, what in the world do you mean? So I want to start this series, this three-part series with Adam and Eve. Because they, they didn't really have it figured out either. The Lord God took the man and put him in the Garden of Eden to work and take care of it. First off, girls, from this sentence right here, you want a guy that's going to lead you. You want a guy that works hard. You want, you want someone that is a hard worker, that is going to lead you, that is going to lead you spiritually, that is going to help you out, that you look at like, yeah, man, that guy, hard worker, not cheating, not cutting corners. Girls leading spiritually in a relationship is the opposite of how God has set up this whole entire thing. A girl should never lead in the relationship. If you're in a relationship right now, girls, and you are leading this man, you need to go ahead and end it. 
well, I'm going to lead them to Christ. No, you're not. They're going to lead you away from Christ. Guys, in a relationship, if you're allowed to date, and if you're in a relationship, it's okay to wait forever. Keeps you in a lot of trouble and cleaning stuff, stepping in dirt piles. But if you're in a relationship, guys, you need to be the ones leading spiritually. What does that look like? I can't tell you. Some people would say, well, you shouldn't pray together because of this. Well, that's really weird. I don't know why you would say that. Or you really shouldn't, you know, do this together. You really, you know, all these spiritual things. I'm like, well, then what's the point? Don't read the Bible together. I don't understand that either. Well, it's too intimate. Well, that's the Bible. Guys, the point is, stop letting the girl lead you spiritually. Girls, break up with that little boy and move on. Verse 16. And the Lord God commanded the man, you're free to eat from any tree in the garden. Guys, that is awesome. Have at it. Eat up. Go. Don't have to pay for it. You just show up. Sonic board right there, the new have at it, whatever you want. Can you imagine that? Beautiful. But, there's some, some buts that just keep getting in the way. But, if you're talking, I need you to stop. Thank you. But, you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, for when you eat of it, you will die. You can have whatever you want. You can have this and that and that. Except this. Why? What do you mean? <laughs> Just don't touch it. Or you're going to die. That's like when people tell me, don't go to Long John Silver's. You're going to get fat and die. What do you mean? So good. Tartar sauce. All right. Verse 18. One of the most fantastic, fabulous verses in all of the Bible for real. Dudes, praise the Lord for this verse. The Lord God said, comma. It is not good for the man to be alone. You think Adam right there, what's he doing like, what do you mean, God? I'm alone. You're right, I'm bored. What you got for me? What you got? I will make a helper suitable for him. Helper? I mean, this conversation didn't, I don't know if it happened, but if I'm Adam, like, just hanging out, garden, eat whatever you want, except this one, you're going to die. I'm going to make a helper for you. what God does. I'm going to make a helper. Here's your helper. Here comes the helpers. The Lord God had formed out of the ground all the beasts of the field and all the birds of the air. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. I don't know Adam's thought right there, okay? Like, you can bring me a helper, and then here comes a wildebeest. Wildebeest. You know, he... Y'all have heard me tell this stuff. Like they bring in the animals, just naming them weird, like bird, you know, like 
falcon. I don't know. I, don't, I can't think of any animals. But that's what's literally happening. Parker, you with that? That is what's happening right here. He is naming the animals. Alligator, all right? Dog. Cat. What's it? Get out of here. They're not even in the Bible. Uh, bringing all these animals in. He brought them to the man to see what he would name them. And whatever the man called them, that was their name. So the man gave names to all the animals, the birds of the air, the beasts of the field. But for Adam, no suitable helper was found. Why? Because he's a man. And that's an alligator. Okay? That's a lion. That's a man. There's no, look, it says, no suitable helper was found. So what happened? It doesn't say, well, Adam pleaded with God. He got on his knees and prayed, Lord, bring me woman. Lord, I want the hottest girl ever in the garden with me now. Bring her. He didn't do that. You need to pay attention to that because a lot of us, instead of just waiting patiently, instead of just hanging out, instead of just like letting God be God, we go to God like, Lord, seriously, I need this woman. I need this boy. He needs to look at me. Oh, he liked my Instagram. <laughs> okay, I mean, you, look what happens here. God takes care of him. And a lot of times whenever we do pray and a lot of things happen, we're like, well, God's not answering. God's not listening. God's not this. God's not this. God's not this. How about you just give it a little bit more time? You keep talking to him. Keep building that relationship. Keep talking to him. He's going to take care of us. He always does. It's just not in our timing. Look what he does. Verse 21. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. Some of the women in the room right now would say some of the guys are still asleep. <laughs> That's good. That's good for real. Adults caught that. And while he was sleeping, good movie, he took one of the man's ribs and closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a what? Then the Lord God made a woman. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib, which is so cool. Y'all know this. Women have an extra rib, right? Y'all knew that? Look it up. The Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of the man. Women have one extra rib than men. You take that to your science class and be like, seriously, you don't believe in God? It's in the Bible. And he brought her to the man. Look at, the, look at this pickup line that Adam uses, all right? The first thing that he says to Eve, to, I mean, <laughs> it would be awkward, okay? Remember, they're not there wearing their, like, clothes. They are naked, okay? They're just, they're just there in the garden like, hey. They don't know. They don't care. You're laughing because it would bother you. We'll talk about that next week. But they're just, they're just there. And all of a sudden, Adam wakes up. <clears throat> he didn't look at his Bible because he didn't have one. Okay. 
I just, I want to get it right, okay? This is the first pickup line ever. Try it, dudes. Okay, try this tomorrow at school, all right? Try, <laughs> try this, please. This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She be, shall be called woman, <laughs> for she was taken out of man. Think of that, girls. What would you do if a guy said that to you, all right, you're just meeting him, you're walking up, you're like, you are flesh of my flesh and bone of my bone. You are a woman. Come with me to the movie. We shall see movie now. Eat popcorn. Naked. Oh, don't do that. All right. <laughs> Y'all, this, that's what, this is one of my favorite passages ever. Some of you junior seniors are like, oh, I've heard this one. We'll learn from it. This is gold. The Bible's boring. Are you kidding me? Look at this. This is outstanding. This is true love. For this reason, look at this. This, this is awesome. This is marriage. This is a wedding. The wedding is taking place right here. Where is the first wedding? Right here, 24 verses in. For this reason, a wedding will happen. A man will leave his father, because when you get married, you leave your family and mother and be united to his wife, and they will become one flesh. They will become one flesh. They will become one flesh. They will become one flesh means they will be one, meaning that will be the time that they have sex. This is not the time to laugh. You need to understand that. Because that is the only time that that is okay, is when you are one and when you are married. If you would like to argue that or wonder where that is in the Bible, you're wasting your time because it's right here. And that is something that our culture has taken and really messed it up. And it's something that we have taken and we laugh at. It is something that I will get in trouble by somebody because I said that in church. I won't be in trouble. You'll just be angry at me because I'm not going to get angry back at you. Because I will teach that at church instead of them learning that somewhere else on MTV or wherever, wherever they want to learn that. Or maybe from a friend on the bus. I'd rather learn from a pastor of a Bible preaching church. When they become one, that is for marriage only. In verse 25, the man and his wife were both naked. And they felt no shame. Guys, that moment right there is something that we honestly have no idea what it's like. We have no clue truly to feel no shame. Because when we were born, we were born into sin. Why? Is because if you fast forward to what happens next, you know, God says, don't eat from this tree. And the second they eat from that tree, they realize that they were naked 
The moment that happened is the moment that sin entered the world. And so what did they try to do? They tried to cover themselves. And they were hiding from God, which we're going to talk more in depth about in a few weeks, next week. But look at this, what it says. You feel no shame. They were happy, hanging out, just enjoying each other. Whatever up, hang out with the animals he named. Hey, come meet wildebeest. Okay. I mean, they were so excited. They were just, just free. They were free. And when you look at your relationships and when you look at your life and you look at this confusion at times of, of relationships and girls and guys, you wonder what's going on. Well, here's the neat thing is right now they are so connected with God, it's not even funny. And when you're connected to God, that is the greatest place you could ever be. When you are connected to God before anything else, that is the greatest place to be. And when you stay connected to God, when you stay plugged into Him, you have a constant power source. You are constantly filled with Him. When you, when you continue to worship him 24-7, not just here in church, but, man, whenever you're walking around, when you're hanging out, when you are connected to him, and you're truly connected to him, you'll know if it's right to start a relationship, get into a relationship, break up in a relationship. You'll know because you're connected to the true power source. And so you need to ask yourself, am I more connected to God or am I more connected to other things, other people? Only you can make that decision. What are you connected to? Sports, good grades. Those are good things. Trust me. I love sports and I never made good grades. Those are great. But are you truly connected to God? Because when you have, and check this out, when you have a true relationship with Jesus Christ, when you have a true relationship, when you have a relationship with Jesus Christ, you've asked him in your heart, and you're growing in that, you're in the word, you're praying. When, when, when that's going on, there's moments in your life that this joy that they have, this feeling of no shame that they have, happens. Because you're like, I, this is awesome. Look, and you start telling people, man, I just want to tell you what God shared with me today. I just want to tell, man, I've been praying for you. And you get, God puts you in these awesome opportunities. Because you're connected to the only thing that matters. Stop going around and worrying about, well, I'm single, I'm never gonna be, well, I'm, da, 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 da. look, stop. Stop worrying about being connected to everything else. Stop being the most liked person on social media. Stop worrying about who does this and all that. Stop. Get connected to Him, capital H, before you get connected to anything else. And you will feel this freedom. 
You will feel this. You will know it. You will live it. Now, there's also moments in this whenever it's hard, and we've talked about that. Life is hard. If you, if you hear that, man, when you're a Christian, it's all happy and wonderful, and you're just going to be so happy, that's, that's not true. Life is hard. And so tonight, you have to ask yourself, what am I connected to? Am I more connected to these things or more connected to God? And that's okay if you say these things. Man, tonight's for you. Let's go. Let's go. We've been talking about that for four weeks. Let's get connected to him. How do you do that? How do you get connected to him? Here's how. You just start talking to him more. Start talking to him more. What does that look like? Like this. Lord, what's up? Cool. Uh, man, I, I just want to hang out. I just want to talk. You just talk to him. Just have a conversation. You don't have to use big, holy, crazy words. Well, thou therefore, Father of light. You don't have to do that. Just talk to him. And then your conversations will change with him. Read the Bible. Well, it's boring. Read it slow. I read it really slow. And it starts to make sense. And that connection continues to get stronger stronger. And some of you in the room, you don't have a connection to him, and you've been kind of walking around and wondering, man, what is life all about? Well, tonight, I want to give you the opportunity to connect to the power source of life for the very first time in your life. Tonight, I want to give you the opportunity to ask Jesus Christ into your life. And so no one looking around right now, no one looking around right now. Right now, there is someone in this room who does not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. And tonight is your night. And so with no one looking...